0: to the omega metroid podcast my name is andy spateri joined as always by dakota laski Dak, how are you doing on this fine sunday
1: i am doing fantastic uh yeah that's all i've got i'm doing pretty good not too bad how you doing
0: uh pretty good pretty good i had a super crazy week yeah. and this is my second podcast recording of the day uh i i recorded with my pal, Gooey Fame, on my other podcast, uh, Virtual Theater, we covered Far Cry, the video game movie. Wow. Uh, Dak, can I assume that you've never seen Far Cry?
1: <laughs> I've never seen Far Cry, no. <laughs> I have not.
0: It, It is so horrible that... It's actually so horrible, it's not even one of those ones that, like, you gotta watch it because it's so bad. It's just, like, it's just, like, just horrible. You'd never want to watch it. So, yeah, that was my morning talking about that horrible horrible movie for a while so i'm a little bit more excited today to be talking about some metroid than i am for some far cry so uh glad to be here and uh and doing this show um i had a lot of really great feedback on our metroid episode last week a lot of people pitched some really cool ideas so that was really awesome i was really uh happy with how that one turned out
1: yeah it was a cool episode it was uh nice having rod on the show as well so shout outs to him and yeah you know it's Again, like we were talking about before that episode, it's you know funny how we talk about the games themselves so often. But I think that was the first time we really talked about actual Metroids. So I thought it was a cool topic. And I that was uh, something that was recommended to one to us by one of the listeners. Jesus. And it was definitely worth it because it was a great topic. So I'm glad we got to chat about it a little bit.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, so we have a really good show for you today. We're going to be revisiting... Uh, one of our very first episodes that we ever did, it was What Do We Want from Prime 4. Um, back when we first started, we were we were still kind of getting a feel for the show and, and putting some of our uh, ideas on the table and some of them maybe holding back. So we're actually going to revisit that concept and just go even deeper into what we want from Metroid Prime 4 today. But before we get there, we do have uh, a few exciting announcements. If you are listening to the Omega Metroid Podcast. Your options for where you can listen have greatly expanded. Uh, Dak was was very awesome, and this last week while I was out and about, he, he got us all hooked up to Google Podcasts, Amazon, Echo, Amazon Music, Audible, Tune. I mean, we're literally pretty much anywhere that you can get a podcast. So wherever is most convenient for you, you can now check out the Omega Metroid Podcast.
1: Yes, I hope it was worth the headache because it wasn't the easiest thing to do. Some of the apps are a little easier to figure out than others, Uh, Google, but yes, I'm glad that now we'll have way more options for people to listen to the show, and hopefully maybe some, some new listeners who might not have checked us out previously because they only used one of the platforms we weren't previously on, so I'm excited for that, and maybe some of those new listeners will bring us some cool new topics, but nonetheless, I am happy that we finally are on pretty much everything. And maybe uh, in the near future, we'll jump on a few more platforms. But I think we are, we're on pretty much, like you said, every everywhere you could want to find a podcast, we're there.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, if you guys are listening to the show and on, on, you want to listen to it on some obscure uh, other p- podcast device platform, let us know. We'll see if we can hook it up to there and uh, get you get you going on wherever you want to listen to the show. Before we get into Metroid Prime 4, Dak, we should talk a little bit about the Nintendo Partner Direct that they held on Thursday. These have been kind of disappointing, hmm. I feel like, the last couple ones. However, this one in particular was, was really good, really strong, I thought. We got a new Monster Hunter. We got some other kind of quirky games like Hades and and um, Sniper Elite was in there. But I think the, the coup de gras, at least for me and I think for most Metroid fans is that Ori and the Will of the Wisps is coming to Nintendo Switch, and it's available, well, it was available on Thursday, so you can go and buy it right now. There is a gorgeous-looking collector's edition coming in. It's got uh, the physical copies of both of the uh, the Blind Forest and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, it's got some artwork. It, it looks so awesome. I'm really excited for it. Um, I own both of these games on Xbox. They are maybe some of the, the greatest Metroidvania games ever made, both of them. So I'm I'm really looking forward. I'm going to try and grab that uh that physical edition, the collector's edition and uh, proudly display that on my shelf. But I'm really excited for a lot of people to experience Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um you know, a lot of people that are Nintendo gamers just play whatever is on a Nintendo console, which is which is too bad because, you know, until Ori and the Blind Forest came over to the Switch, I think that a lot of people were really sleeping on how fantastic that game really is. Mm-hmm. And we get requests all the time when we do Inspired by Metroid for Ori and the Blind Forest. Uh, it will happen. It's going to happen at some point. But man, I'm I'm really, really happy that Will of the Wisps is, is on its way over to Nintendo Switch.
1: Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. There's so many games that so many people that only play Nintendo consoles, whatever's on there, don't get to experience. And Ori is definitely one of them. I certainly thought, even though I didn't watch the direct, and I had to be reminded that it even happened. I think the Monster Hunter stuff is cool. I figured they were going to capitalize more on that. Monster Hunter has been super popular; probably the most popular it's ever been. They've had a bunch of great games come out recently. Uh, Monster Hunter World was received pretty well. So, and it's cool that they're making like a specific game, you know, for the Switch, so people can get in on that. So, yeah, not not too bad. I do think it's funny though, because I remember like months and months ago, we were like, "Oh, like after this." little mini or partner direct they gotta do a full one like how are they going to keep getting away with doing these small partner directs over and over again here we are like five or six seven of those later where they're still dropping that and really little else in terms of major news of course we had age of calamity uh, announced recently but other than that you know we haven't heard anything about the f- big first party franchise that we've been waiting to hear more about in terms of their their next games though of course we did just get the uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which just dropped on Friday. Yes. And so that's available. I got my two physical copies of 3D All-Stars from Best Buy on time on Friday. Shout out to Best Buy for that. I don't know. They texted me saying it was going to be late, and then it showed up at noon like a couple hours later. So I was like, all right, cool, sweet. But I got to crack that open, give it another world, 64, Sunshine, the, <clears throat> the best one, and Galaxy. And yeah, but other than that, I would like some big news. But this direct... I. I would say it wasn't maybe the strongest, but it wasn't the worst. I think Monster Hunter is pretty dope. Um, Hades looks cool. Saw a couple people playing that on on Twitch. And yeah, could have been worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it could have been worse. I I think that this was the best partner direct that they've had yet. Okay. Which is, I mean, that's not saying like, that's not saying much. Not a high bar. Because the last one was like really horrible. It was like four or five rhythm or music games in a row to start off with. So that was really bad. But you know like yeah, I mean we had Monster Hunter on this one. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big franchise. We had uh Ori coming over. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. So I feel like those I feel like those were heavy hitter announcements or like heavy hitter esque, anyways. Um uh, but yeah, I thought that that was uh you know again probably the best partner direct that we've had so far. Uh so hopefully that trend continues and they they keep on getting better and better. I've been playing Super Mario 64. Man, that game is so good. Although I will say it is it is a little bit hard to play with uh, no dual analog controls, like for the camera. it's it's oh, The camera is a little bit wonky. They didn't make
1: dual analog controls?
0: No, so you, you have the classic camera where you have the, um, like basically what's, what serves the other joystick is basically the C-stick where you can uh, kind of tilt it around you. And the, the one thing that I notice about Mario 64 that really sticks out is there's no... Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you know when you're playing Zelda and you press L and the camera just focuses right behind you? Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what? Th- that doesn't exist in Mario 64. It doesn't. I think which, is, enough, uh, which is off-putting. Wasn't the Z button for uh, that?
1: Maybe I'm wrong. But
0: hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong and I just <laughs> haven't mastered the N64 to switch controls yet. But uh, I was playing for a little bit last night... And th- those stuck out to me, but it's just such a fun, such a fun game. And it makes me feel like I'm a kid again, that I just absolutely love it no matter what. So, yeah, that's uh, I-, I got mine on time, too. So I'm yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised that there wasn't like this gross shortage like I was kind of expecting there to be.
1: Well, you know, they wanted people to be like, oh, we got to make sure you get it quickly as soon as possible, et cetera, et cetera. And we even saw with the, the PlayStation event that just happened And they had, you know, PlayStation 5 go up for pre-order like, and people couldn't even get pre-orders in because it was so limited and all that. So that that uh that scarcity we're seeing a lot of these products lately, striking all over the industry. But I am looking forward to playing Galaxy because that's the one I've played the least out of these three, and that is a really fun game. So yeah, pretty cool that we have this. If only we could get the Metroid version at some point, but hey, I'll take what I can get as we you know crawl our way into the the la- through the last quarter of 2020 it's crazy how it's past you know is mid late September 2020 right now
0: well this year can't end soon enough <laughs> and i uh, <laughs> can't wait for next year which yeah i mean that's a big one for metroid so uh looking forward to seeing what if anything nintendo has in store for mm-hmm. metroid for uh, for its anniversary but let's save that for another day let's get on to metroid prime 4 deck uh, again, this is one of the ones that we covered at the very beginning of the of the podcast here. So we'll try not to um, reiterate some of the things that we said way back when. If you want to catch up and uh, check that episode out, you could definitely do so. That's in the archives. Let's get uh, let's get started on some of the things that we most want to see in Metroid Prime 4. So one thing that I did, was um i i didn't focus a whole lot on on story because i feel like we kind of did a good job of that last week yeah uh, i'm more so focused on some of the things like around the game like like specific things like about the game itself rather than settings and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i did i did want to kick off with just the one story thing that i i did have my big my big wish is that we get like some kind of uh not, not even necessarily a resolution, but, like, just some kind of closure on, like, what happened to that Metroid egg that was stolen from Federation Force by Silex. Um, because I really think that, like, if they if they do that and they make that a focal point of, of the game, of Metroid Prime 4, or at least, like, a major plot point, you could really, like, retroactively make Federation Force a much more important game. Which, to me, would be a cool thing to see. Because, you know, that game is is very, you know, mediocre. And a lot of people, I think, passed on it. So just to, if it would inspire some people to maybe go back and give that game a shot so they could get caught up on, like, you know, where did this egg come from? What's the backstory behind it? What's going on? I think that would be cool. And also just because I think that the storytelling potential is really cool to see, like, okay, this is how we're going to almost reintroduce Metroids into the Metroid series. So storyline-wise, I think that that's one thing that I really hope shows up and is followed up on.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm still going on my the idea from last week where Silex has his own baby Metroid that he tries to fuse with to create Silex Prime, and that happens. So if you missed that, go back and listen to last week's episode because I thought that it was all a universally agreed upon great idea. And uh, yeah, I do agree nonetheless, even if they don't do that, of course. I would like to see if they give us some resolution to what's happening with that Metroid Larva, and by extension, uh, Silex. I know you want to see maybe a little more Silex, or I don't know, maybe others want to see Silex show up in other games. I think I'd be, I'd be satisfied with seeing his story end there, or at least the majority of it, or at least a conclusive story in some cases. It doesn't necessarily have to die, but it would be cool um, at that point. But yeah, I, I would like to see some resolution from that Metroid Larva scenario from Federation Force though I guess whether or not it makes Federation Force like have more weight or be more valuable in terms of the canon or as a game in general that doesn't mean much to me because you can just like watch that cutscene on YouTube if you really want to but uh you know but I'm with you there
0: I'm I'm almost thinking like because I mean at the time Metroid 2 Return of Samus was like I don't want to say it was a throwaway game but it wasn't like a major console game right but it was like important to the story which led to it being like, remade later on, and I don't know, maybe, I, maybe I just kind of thinking, like, maybe, like, maybe if there is something that is, that is important to the story in Federation Force, we can get, like, a, a second crack at the can of that, maybe they can remake it, I don't know, maybe it's good just to leave it kind of buried where it is, but, um, yeah, I don't know, just, it, it would be cool to, like, see at least some kind of, uh, relevance given to Federation Force, because it's, you know, unfortunately, probably the most irrelevant Metroid game, Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that was, that was my big wish, uh, for the storyline setting in Metroid Prime 4. And, uh, I'll, I'll do two in a row here, Dak, and then I'll I'll give it over to you. I think that, uh, the one thing that I want to see is, uh, DLC for this game, which I think (laughs) is almost assuredly that we're going to get. But the kind of DLC that I want to see is, like, full-on, like, story missions. And I think that it would be very, very cool if you could play as like Silex. I think that would just be so cool. It'd be a different kind of weapon It'd be a different presentation. Um, you've never played as anyone but Samus in the series before. So I think that that could be really awesome. Um, maybe like you have kind of a, an extra story mission or something like that. Um, and, and of course this is depending on like the story of the game. So like if, if Silex is more of like the anti-hero then i think that this could work if he's just like the straight-up main villain then this probably doesn't work but if it's if he's a straight-up main villain then i would really want like an extra story campaign for dlc kind of like the champions ballad for breath of the wild but like maybe you could go on to like a like an explore an extra ship or something like that in space or like they could insert um they can insert almost like a Metro Prime Three when you have to find the energy cells into the planet. Maybe the DLC could insert these energy cells or whatever somewhere into the world, or it gives you another excuse to go back and look for them, and then you can unlock something like a like a uh, Valhalla flagship and, and delve deeper into there. Some kind of story content like that, mm-hmm. I think, would be like really wicked. Um, and then, like obviously, like for DLC, I think that like it'd be so wicked if you could have like like suits from previous games and those are available to samus like if you're if you got the phase on suit if you got the the fusion suit i mean like that that would be so wicked uh the light suit um that would be a no-brainer to me to put in so yeah i I think that uh i I definitely want it to have some kind of dlc and i would be hoping that it could be like you know something fairly substantial story-wise uh what do you think about that I
1: think that'd be cool. Even if, like, Silex is, like, the bad guy in the end of the day, I still think it'd be cool to play as the bad guy for a few missions. Like, maybe we get to see, like, uh, what Silex is up to at certain points of the game when, like, maybe he's not, like, Samus isn't directly engaging with him in the main campaign. Like, maybe Silex is off doing something else and in, like, the DLC side, you know, mission, we get, like, that perspective from Silex and you get to play it out. I think that'd be cool. I don't necessarily think he has to be, like, ...somewhat good and not necessarily too evil to play as that. I wouldn't be against playing as the bad guy. I think it'd be cool. And if Silux is certainly involved in Prime 4... Yeah, why not? I think the idea of having additional, like, missions on the side would be really sick. I've always thought, like, for example, from Metroid Prime 2... ...if we ever got some missions of playing as the, the Marines... ...that are on Aether that you kind of run into as, like, corpses. I would, I've always wanted to play a, a mission, like, from that... ...and, like, play that, like, perspective, so... Maybe if they can even pull that off somehow, so I'm about that. I think like if they do kind of these side missions to really expand the story and our perspective and give us you know a different means of traversing the world of Prime Four and not necessarily just doing it through Samus through the main campaign, I'm totally about it. Now if they could include that in the game and I don't have to pay for it and it's not DLC, <laughs> then I'm even more for it. But yeah, these days I would certainly be something that like is added as like an expansion. Some kind of DLC that they'll make a big deal of and some kind of director. Maybe they won't, but I'm I'm down for that. Uh like I, yeah. I
0: almost see DLC as like a like a sign from Nintendo that like, okay, this is a big game and we're gonna keep supporting it. Like like DLC to me is is only really in like, you know, the big Nintendo games like Breath of the Wild, Fire Emblem, uh um, Mario Kart, Splatoon. That's yeah, exactly. Like so by Smash. by virtue of Metroid having DLC, that just seems to me like this is a big time like game, you know what I mean?
1: No, I 100 percent agree. Yeah, absolutely. If it if they're adding more content, it shows that they can they consider it to be enough of a draw to get more money out of people, and I'm totally about that. So yeah i i got I got one for you though. Yeah, and I'm just gonna go for a big one right out the gate. What do you think about co op and campaign? Do you would you want to have? You know, the ability to play with, let's say, one more person in the main story campaign. Now, I'm going to say, before I get your answer, that I, because <laughs> I want to lay it out a little bit, is I wasn't originally about this. I thought, no, I don't want that. I just want to be able to play it through myself. You know, obviously a big part of the Metroid experience is that isolation and the ambience that comes from that, exploring it on your own. But But I still think that that can be achieved with another player character, and I thought, you know what, I think one of the coolest things that could happen is going through a Metroid Prime experience, having it still be that kind of isolated deal. But you do have a partner, maybe, and maybe that partner could help you get some puzzles done or, you know, fight in combat and all that kind of stuff. And it could have some story implications, too. Let's say if it was Prime 4 um, with Samus and Silex working together, right, which I don't think should happen or will happen. But let's say it could. That would probably be the character they'd use as, like, the co-op campaign character the arbiter to Samus' chief. But I think it'd be cool. I think there'd be a lot of gameplay opportunities and like be able to open up the, the sandbox of the Metroid Prime gameplay loop for example and give you some more things to do with another character who could help you out here and there. And still lay on those themes and, and and notes that you get from previous Prime games. So I I originally didn't want this, but now that I think about it I was like maybe it would be cool to play Prime with someone else. Like, you know, I maybe I don't want to just play by myself every time. And so now I'm wondering, Andy, what do you think about having the ability to play co-op for campaign for Metroid Prime 4?
0: Okay, so this is... Uh, I- I'm going to preface my answer with two things. First, um, I think that I'm open to anything if I can see it, like how it's done. Like if I can get a good proof of concept, then I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll give this a try. Like I'll, I'll try anything once, mm-hmm. right? I'm surprised that you suggested this because I, when we were pitching our Metroid movies way back when I had kind of a, a similar approach for a movie and I don't think you liked that at all. Um, and to, to answer your question, I, I don't really like this at all. I think that, you know, you nailed it. Like the, the experience of being isolated and alone on this alien planet is really kind of the, the tone setter for Metroid. And I just, I don't know that that can be achieved to a, as great of an extent with a co-op um, with a co-op campaign, basically, uh, you know, could this make sense if it was like Samus is your primary player and like your secondary player was like a baby Metroid or something hmm. like that, that could maybe make sense to me. But like, if we're talking about two hunters or something like that going into whatever planet, um, yeah, that, that doesn't really click with me. I think I would rather have... Um, and I, and I don't even want this, but like, I think if we were going to go that route, I'd rather have like a separate kind of multiplayer option for prime. That's not part of the main story where like you can do a death match or you can do uh co-op and, and to be frank, like I, I don't even want that actually. I'd rather have more levels than I would have the developers spend time on multiplayer. Um, would, would I, would I hate it if it was in the game? Uh, probably, no, probably not. I think that you know like i said like anything if it's done correctly can be awesome it's just um yeah i i don't know i don't know that i would be in love with the idea just on paper i I'd, I'd have to see you know how and why and and just kind of the reasoning behind it um but yeah I, I think just on the surface that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be something i would be too too excited about
1: yeah you know i was thinking about it again it goes back to like you know you want to experience this on your own. That's like a big part of Metroid Prime. And really Metroid in general. But at the same time, I kind of like having... Number one, I kind of like having that character to bounce off of every once in a while. That's one of the reasons I really like Fusion. Is I like the Samus and, and Adam relationship there. But number two, I still think you can pull off isolationist stuff with two characters, right? Even if, like, you might not be alone alone. But if you just have only one person with you. And you're still in this big, expansive, and possibly empty world. it's still You're still kind of isolated. And it does open things up to having a little more dialogue, a little something happening, which I think would be good. I don't know if we, like, just running this, like, in, in, in 2020 or whenever Let's, whenever this, this game comes out, right? I don't know if we could do, like, a Metroid Prime where there isn't a lot of, like, actual, like, dialogue or plot happening. And, you know, obviously as the Prime games went on, it, they added the luminoth and they added some more stuff obviously prime three as a bunch of other ca- characters that you talk to or you know talk at you whatever and i like that stuff i think if there was a balance and you had that one other character who could play off with a little bit and add some more intimacy and, and, not, and not like in a romantic way but like intimacy with another character right. and and play off emotions i think that might be good for the for for the game but i can understand from a gameplay perspective maybe not wanting that but uh, again i also was thinking that it could open up some more opportunities for how the game would be played right and i think that's an interesting thing but i'm going to give you another one since you did two in a row so i'll do another one um i'm going to preface by this one saying that i would love to have more ship interactions while you're fighting so like being able to control the ship so this might be a two-parter for you i don't know if you'll agree with both i would love to be able to control more of the ship like at once be able to call stuff in get some backup like Open things up for you, like, do some kind of something. Like, I think having more control of your ship while you're playing would be really cool. And as an extension of that, going even further, I think it would be really cool if there was at least one section of the game where you're in the ship, controlling the ship, and you're either just above the surface of the planet whatever, and you're fighting stuff like big, you know, space pirates... Or, not, big, you know, big masses of space pirates, like flying around, like jetpack space pirates, or just groups on the ground, or troops, whatever. Or other space pirate ships, or whoever the enemy is at the time. Um, or even something, you know, like a long night of solace, where you're out in orbit, and you're fighting in space, kind of, you know, Star Wars style. And I think that'd be really sick to actually be in control of the ship for once, and fight it out, even if it's for... You know, a small section of the game. And it doesn't necessarily just have to be, like, you know, dogfighting or anything with other ships. But I think there be, could be some cool ways for them to uh, have Samus, like, maybe use the ship to, I don't know, ax, you know, unlock access to some something on a cliffside. you got to destroy some stuff or pull stuff down or uh, take out some troops with the help of your ship and then jump in and, and use it to get there in time or something like that. I think that'd be cool. What do you, what do you think about that? The two parts, though. What do you think about being able to use your ship more as you're playing in first person, you know, on the ground boots on the ground ask Samus. And what do you think about actually having a section of the game where you are piloting her ship and using that in uh, all sorts of ways?
0: Okay. So there's a lot to unpack there. And actually I had two that I had that are, are almost directly in answer to both of your, of your wish list points there. So I'll start off with the ship I, I actually, I've made it known before that I think it would be really cool to like, to like fight in space on the ship. Mm -hmm. And I loved having the ship in Metroid Prime 3. But actually, I think that for Metroid Prime 4 specifically, I want to go the other direction and kind of take it back to the basics. I I think that that idea is great, but I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to assume that Prime 4 is going to be like the start of a new, kind of story arc, right? Hmm. And to me, um to me I feel like that kind of uh big scale gameplay should kind of be saved for the crescendo of the story. I actually went the other direction. One of my one of my next things on my list was that I wanted to be stuck on one planet with a ship that was basically grounded um because I you know, I and I love Metroid Prime 3, but one of the things about that game is like it feels to me like you can you can hop around a little bit too much from planet to planet which I think works for that game but I don't I I think that for Prime 4 what I what I just kind of had in my mind is like a back to the basics experience like you're delving deep into this planet you know your ship is there and it's like this this temporary refuge but like you you know that you you can't depend on it and you have to leave it and you have to press deeper into the planet um, I would like to see that eventually like fighting in space and like fighting like using your shit more i really loved that gimmick from metroid prime 3 uh I, I just i don't know if i want that in metroid prime 4 i think that i could save that for another game maybe maybe down the line when like the the action kind of ramps up because in my head i'm, I'm picturing like a more kind of intimate planet experience where like you're you're on this planet wherever it may be And you're kind of, you're figuring out what's going on and kind of unlocking the secrets of the planet. I think that that is where Metroid is really strong. So that's kind of where I want this to go back to. Versus like, you can kind of hop around from like, planet to planet to planet. Because the, you know, I I want the setting of Metroid Prime 4 to like, really have personality. And really be like a character in that story. So, I, I like your idea, but I just, I don't know that I want it for metroid prime 4 yet Hmm. maybe for like another game you know down the line um i think that would be really cool actually but for for the kind of experience that like i myself want for prime 4 i would probably leave that one off the table for now
1: Hmm. you're getting hopeful there because that's assuming we'll even get a metroid prime 5 or a 6 right saving it for another game we haven't even gotten this one um
0: oh, i'm i'm definitely hopeful i'm optimistic i am not, I, am not. <laughs> I
1: see it's interesting you see that like i you think that this will be the start of a, a new trilogy i don't i think this is gonna be the last prime game like prime as we know like connected to the other ones i don't know if it'll be start of a new trilogy necessarily so what i'm thinking about is like oh this is a story that'll have its crescendo climax and fall in in it of itself right um and we wouldn't have to wait for like two three games down the line to get those moments I Think that this game would have it in a you know within that one package but also i don't think that like because you have the ship involved and you necessarily have to go all the way in the okay we're flying around here and there and going from one planet to another i think there could be a middle ground where like you stick to one planet you can still there could still some be some battle uh, you know in orbit of that planet above it or using the ship to some degree i don't think it has to like be maxed out and like all of a sudden there's another big huge war above this planet or you're you know you're fighting uh on six different ones back to back to back then you're jumping around i think there could be some kind of balance struck because i would i would like to see this and i wouldn't want to wait three games to have it happen and again i'm looking back at like a long night of solace from reach which if you think about that game that game is has all those big crescendo moments and that's uh, technically a prequel you know so and it has its own self-contained story i guess it's like i'm thinking about prime four and that it's going to be pretty self-contained i think just because i don't think they have a big grand plan to do more games after this they're really just hoping this is going to stick so i i wouldn't i don't think they're going to go for a back to basic, subdued kind of game, because this one really has to win. Like this has to be a winner. This has to be a big seller. And I think they'll lean more into uh something that's a bit more grandiose than going back to something that's a little simpler. But I think it should strike a balance between those things. It should capture that like initial feeling of that like the original Metroid Prime had while still being its own big um story in its own right and and hitting those big notes at least how i'm looking at it because again i don't i don't know if we'll get prime five or six so i would like it all to happen in this one but yeah i think there's a there's some cool opportunities to work the ship in more especially not just like to go full sci-fi on it but you know expand the the metroid formula a little bit use it to uh get access to things and and here and there and and use it as a tool rather than just as a weapon right but at the same time, I think flying around would be really sick. And I think at, at, at this point, you know, sure. it's been decades uh, since we've been introduced to her gunship, right? And we've never really we've never taken control of it, like, really. Like, Prime 3 was really the only time we really tasted that and teased, like, being able to use it a lot. And it did have some cool functionality, but I would love for them to go, uh, you know, farther with that. And I think it would be kind of weird if, like... By you know, Prime Three has like some ship control stuff and like works with that, and then you go to the next game and it does and it kind of gets rid of it. I think that'd be kind of weird, like continuity wise, and also just gameplay wise, because it would feel like, at least to me, a bit of a step back if they didn't continue to flesh that out. But I see what you're saying. Like I wouldn't. It doesn't necessarily have to go like super far maxed well, out.
0: To to clarify, I'm I'm not suggesting that Metroid Prime Four end on a cliffhanger either. Like I I, I think that that. Like in my mind, I think that Metroid Prime 4 is going to echo Metroid Prime in a lot of ways or it's going to be a self-contained experience, but like you can still have like mm-hmm. those little breadcrumbs for the for the next game. Like I mean, I mean, I think you're right. Like there's there really is no guarantee that there's going to be more Metroid Prime games after this and this one needs to sell, but like traditionally speaking, um critically and sales-wise, like the the best the best performing Metroid games were Metroid Prime and Metroid on the NES and like so I feel like they're gonna try and stick as close to that Prime formula as they can, or at least that would be my wish. Um, you know, I, I mean, there could be, there's definitely some room for some middle ground where like you can utilize your ship, but I, yeah, I don't know. Like the fact that we also did that in Prime Three, which was, I mean, I mean, at this point, it's gonna be like fifteen years since that game came out by the time that we ever get Metric Prime Four, but like still in the last Metric Prime game you were able to control your ship so i don't know that they'd go back to the same kind of gimmick i I think they might try and create something new i i wouldn't i wouldn't be upset if we like if we had that i just Mm -hmm. think like for the type of metroid game that i would want i would want it to, to kind of stick a little bit more closely to the same kind of thing that we saw in metroid prime right um so yeah but i mean that being said like i think it would be awesome like to eventually like have this big space battle where you're you know you're in sam's gunship and like you're 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 taking out pirates and like I, I think that'd be wicked i think that that's what probably should have happened in metroid prime 3 actually yeah which is kind of a missed opportunity but i agree um so to go back to what you were saying before about co-op um what the next thing on my list which i think could be a solution to what you what you pose is i want full-on voice acting for this game. So I know that Metroid prime three had voice acting sort of, but like I'm talking like I want professional well done voice acting for this game. And I think that what I would want that for is, you know, instead of scanning like pirate data or Chozo lore or whatever, uh, just have it be an audio log instead of a text log that can play while you're like exploring and i know that that's like in every single game but i think that it's in a lot of games because it really works um i think that that is a good way to you know to make you more immersed into the world um even if you i mean i guess you kind of run into the problem of like you you are recording this in a different chozo language but i think that that is where like you could almost have like a a cortana come in or something like that or like like, let's just, even let's say Adam, just throw that name out there, where, like, you can talk to Adam, like, maybe he's on your ship, you can talk to him, he can translate the Chozo data, he can read it out to you, you can communicate, he's not there physically with you, but at least you have, like, a calm link to him, um, and I'm not saying Adam specifically, but, like, something like that would, I think, really go a long way, where, you don't know, you, you at least have some kind of voices, some kind of interaction to, to kind of Break the isolation, but keep Samus by herself. I, I think that by having the voice acting like that, that could that could really work and kind of serve both purposes of what we were talking about.
1: Yeah, I would love to have full voice acting. I mean, I don't want to read the the dialogue the whole time. I like having the captions and all that. That's all cool in case I need it, but I, I need I need full voice acting as far as I'm concerned. I want to be able to see or hear that, and I think you know it's it's. More than enough time has happened where, you know, time has passed where we've gone beyond just, like, reading the text and not actually getting full voice acting. And I think that goes back to, like, why, and you brought up co-op, but that's why I kind of wanted that. I would love to have, like, Samus and another hunter talking about stuff. Or Samus and Adam or whoever it is, right? And that's why I liked about Fusions having that dialogue. But that was a Game Boy Advance game from, you know, 2001 uh, or whatever, right? So... I would love if Prime Four had the full voice acting. I wouldn't mind hearing Samus talk. I don't think they have to have her do this like monotonous voice that they seem to do with her for some reason, you know. But uh, even if in and I think even if she doesn't talk a lot, like she could just have like a couple words here and there. I would like to hear voice acting. It does immerse you in it a little more. It makes it more serious. I could take it more seriously. And I think it's more uh, compelling when you actually get good voice acting. You hear the emotion of the actors, and that really plays into yes. you know how you experience the game rather than just reading it off of your screen. So I'm 100% with you. I would love more opportunities for that. So whether there's a character that's yeah, it's not like you know it's some kind of AI or it's someone that you know she's reporting to or whatever it is, right? Like having that you know voice acting, I think that'd be great. So I'm 100% there with you on that one.
0: And I think that that one is is. Probable.
1: I think it's um, probable too. Yeah. In, in
0: terms in terms of all the things that we're wishing for here, I, I think that one's probably a, a fairly safe bet that there's gonna be voice acting of some sorts. This is gonna sound stupid, but like also give me an option to turn off subtitles if people are talking. I hate that. I hate reading subtitles when I'm playing a game or watching a show. Um it takes me out of it. I, I just wanna see like I just wanna hear the dialogue and like look at what's happening. Have the option there for people that like it, but please, dear God, have the option there to take it away for people that don't like it. Like me. Yeah. and Which is strange because, like, that's not an option in Breath of the Wild and it drives me nuts. I,
1: I agree. When you, like, at least you're watching it, like, going through it the first time for me, like, I want, I have it, I turn them off if I can because I'm paying attention the most. I want to just see it as it's presented without any kind of overlay of text or anything like it. Once I've played through a game or watched a TV show or movie, I like throwing the captions on because I don't need to pay attention as hard. And sometimes I want to be able to, it helps me like hear it better, <laughs> at least for me. Um, but having the option, you know, more options, the better. I, I'm with you. I shouldn't have to be forced to see the subtitles show up on the screen. And it kind of takes you out of it a little bit, um, at least the first time you play it. So I, I'm there with you. The more options, the better. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. Got another one for you. Right. So this one I was thinking about what, what were you think about like a like a variation of like a horde mode or like firefight so like I w- here's what I was thinking. So if you play you ever play uh, let's say I don't know, I gotta bring like Halo or Gears of War they have like you know modes where it's just wave after wave of enemy coming after you right? and i thought oh that'd be cool but it's not really like too metroidy right it's just like kind of fps stuff like how could they do it a little more metroidy so i thought what if there was like a mode where your objective is to escape like it's it's like it's escape sequences for metroid games but you got to like collect some stuff on the way or like complete some objectives so it's not so you have like kind of waves of enemies coming at you but you got to get to a certain destination or you got to find an uh, an item or something like that or you got to get the upgrade while doing that or maybe, like, limited-time missions where it's not necessarily an emergency escape sequence. But stuff like that. Like, a, a, a mode where it kind of tests your skills a little bit in terms of, like, um, taking on enemies but also finding things and, and searching for items that are, are hidden somewhere in, like, a limited amount of time. In and in kind of like a variation of, like, a horde mode. What do you think?
0: Uh, that could work. Um I don't know that like I think that would work better as a sequence than maybe like a full-blown like game mode like I I think that if you if you were to have like an escape sequence where you are timed and like maybe you need to like take out like tons of different enemies before you can clear a room or before a door unlocks like that I think that that could be cool um yeah I I don't know I, I I mean like Like I'm obviously not like a, like as much of an FPS gamer as you. So like, I don't, I haven't played a ton of modes like that. So, you know, I, I would, I would be open to it. Um, if like, it just, it all goes back to like how it's implemented into the game. If it makes sense, the how, the what, the why, right. And like, if they can check those boxes, I mean, if they could check those boxes, like Literally everything that we suggest can fit into the game, right? So for sure.
1: But I, I, yeah. I was trying to make it like, cause I, I I don't necessarily want just like a straight up horde mode. I was like, how can how can it be like tailored to be more of a Metroid experience, right? Like, right. Um. So I thought like, you know, maybe incorporating the emergency escape sequences would be really cool. So it's not just like you're fighting through a wave, but it's like a string of like missions where the you start it and the alarm's are already going off and you got to hustle, right? and maybe you could you know it'd be cool for like speedrunners to see how quickly they could do those and and stuff like that um you yeah, know i think that'd be cool yeah. i thought it'd be i thought like and and it also goes back to like oh how sick would it be just kind of like being in an area and just taking out like wave after wave of space pirates till you go down but i thought maybe incorporating a little bit of like item pickup or or exploration around an area and it's limited time would make it a little more metroidy i don't know uh
0: yeah i i mean like like i said i would i would uh be fine with that if it made sense in the context of the story like i think like for me in general um and i know we've we've kind of talked about this before but like i know that you're hoping that they have a multiplayer mode in prime and like i'm i'm pretty indifferent to that i, th- I think if i had to pick i would rather them focus on like building me an extra big world than also adding in multiplayer so like if it's a separate mode then I'm i'm a little bit more lukewarm on it but if they can implement that mode into the game and make it seamless, like I'm, I'm totally down for that. Like totally.
1: Yeah. I'm also with you that I would like them to make this as like really awesome, as awesome of a campaign as they can. Right. And that's like the, the fine tuning and balance. That's hard. Right. Cause at one point, right. like I would love for them to do some multiplayer and some cool modes or bring hunters back, whatever but at the same time. Like I'd really, really also like this, this really big, expansive, deep campaign that they can add a lot to while not overstaying its welcome because that is really the bread and butter of what we want here so you know finding that kind of medium there uh it's gonna it's gonna be hard like they have a lot to deliver on right like people's expectations for like the actual campaign itself but also the full package right like will people be happy if it's just the the campaign right like it would have to be really good but people be you know mad if they did all these other modes and like oh they devoted resources to this and this and not that so I I don't I don't envy them like, right and Retro Studios has no, a big a job on their shoulders.
0: For for me like even though I kind of poo pooed on it like way back when in our hunters episode like you know if if you're gonna do the multiplayer route and you're gonna add in the modes like I I feel like if if you're gonna do that just make it its own game because like I'm not convinced that the people that like that are like. Like, I'm not convinced that Metroid Prime fans are like, like the type of fans that really love the multiplayer aspects. But those fans do exist that love multiplayer. So like tailor make that game to them and have it be a little bit more like um friendly towards first person shooter conventions while making Prime 4 for like the hardcore Metroid fans that have been waiting for like forever while also making that as appealing as possible to your average fan. I mean, you're right. It's a it's a tough spot that they're in. I don't envy that.
1: I'm with you there. I, I'm, as much as I thought it would be cool to have, you know, like a multiplayer suite. Yeah, if they just do its own thing and have, you know, make them separate, that's also cool too. Um, yeah, not against that.
0: Okay, so I've got one for a deck, and it's kind of similar to what you just suggested. So, we hear all the time that Samus is this world-renowned bounty hunter, but we never your hunt bounties now what if hmm. in this game there was like kind of a like a side quest almost where like you could you could go into your ship's ai you could get a list of bounties on the planet they're monsters on the planet that you they're optional you can go and fight them it's basically a big boss fight uh, i'm kind of stealing from final fantasy 12 here where they have the the marks and stuff like that uh, or even monster hunter you can go and fight these these optional bounty fights and like maybe if you defeat them in exchange, you can get like, I don't know, like, uh, an upgraded missile or like point. maybe a suit. Uh, something, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Or like a new suit color or like something cool. Right. Yes. Like, um, I, I think it would be cool to like kind of lean in on Samus being a bounty hunter because like he, we're only told that we never see that. And I mean, I guess if you want to count hunting the Metroids, we see that, but really otherwise not really. So like, Uh, would it I don't know how that would make sense yet in the context of the game maybe maybe the Federation knows what planet she's going to and has a list of dangerous species there maybe there's like a a native species on whatever planet she's on that asks her to do this I don't know how we get there but I think that the concept could be kind of cool And, and also add like add in some more Boss fights to Metroid.
1: I'm a hundred percent with you. Uh, Samus is re- literally not a bounty hunter. She's only a bounty hunter in name. I totally with you, and I think that's a great idea because I've thought of it in like a different way, where she was bounty like hunting actual like other people, you know, and she'd go around and try to hunt those and I'm Like I don't know how that would work, but I like this idea of like you're already on the planet. It would be optional. You can take out these bigger challenges, these bigger bosses and creatures and whatnot, and you know use that to upgrade or customize your look or something like that that would be really sick i love that idea because it's not forced It that you know leads into her actually being a bounty hunter not just essentially a, a soldier which is what she pretty much is and it would also be a cool opportunity to introduce some like crazier enemy types and like bigger bosses and stuff that might be a harder challenge but you don't have to go for it it's like you know you got, like you're playing Paper Mario and you have like the pit of a hundred trials you don't got to do but if you do it there's like a bunch of other like enemies you'd never run into normally and they're harder to fight I think that'd be really cool and like they're all they'd be like all scattered around the planet so you might be able to take some on as you're playing the game normally and then you go and run around and backtrack and and try to hunt down the other ones and maybe some of them move some of them are in uh, specific locations you find them but other ones are like moving around you could maybe one would like you'd run into it like you're in the middle of like A story mission or something like that, and then you see this huge like mark go by, this huge giant monster, right, or whatever it is, a big enemy. You're like, oh, that's that's one of my, that's one of my bounties, and you just like detour and take that out. I think that'd be sick. I would I would love it if they did that, and also had it optional, but at the same time, like have give you opportunities to uh, give the yourself like create opportunities those two things to cross and not necessarily have them completely separate. But I love that idea, and it'd be great to you know, you know, fight, uh, I don't know, something big and upgrade your your ship or your suit color or you know give yourself another upgrade or something like that based on you know getting credits off of that mark and whatnot i think that's a really cool idea and i would love that and to add to that i really hope that they add bigger enemy types in metroid prime like i really love fighting the big enemies i think it'd be really cool if they like use that uh, you know that side quest uh bounty feature you're talking about to, like, introduce a lot bigger enemies that, like, maybe they have a few in the main, main campaign, but I think it'd be really cool. Oh,
0: maybe they have Kraid!
1: There you go! Yeah, they could maybe. have Kraid. Kraid could be one of the secret, you yes. know, optional bosses. That'd be sick. I love fighting, like, Thardis, I think, is a really fun fight, and yeah. the Elite Pirate and all that, and obviously some of the the bigger, like, Quadraxxus thing is kind of big, if I remember correctly. Um, but there are a lot of big bosses in Metroid Prime, but I want more of those, and, and now I'm gonna hit you with another... I, well, I'm just going to say I agree. I think it's a great idea. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, but what do you think about having, like, a boss that is, like, a Shadow of the Colossus style boss? Where you're, like, you got to traverse this huge beast and, like, you're grappling, hooking up its, like, back. And you got to fight all across it and not fall off. What do you think about that? Would that be cool? I think that'd oh, be Oh, yeah. Sick.
0: I, think, I think that'd be great. Yeah. I'm down for that. Uh, honestly, I, I think that'd be really cool. I think that would fit in perfectly, too, to, like... If you have, like, a bounty hunting system, like, you've got this big, indestructible, immovable object monster that, like, nobody can take down. The only person that has any chance is famed bounty hunter Samus, and she's going to go and, like, and, and tackle it. I think that would be great. I actually, like, really love the uh, the Shadow of the Colossus concept, or, mm-hmm. like, you're fighting this, like, giant being uh, I I, th- I think that that's fantastic I, and I think that that really could fit into if they decided to do like this mode where like you can go and find you know these creatures uh, I think that'd be really cool and actually to your point earlier too like you could you could have your cake and eat it as well because you could also hunt like humanoids or other yeah like hunters necessarily like like imagine if um if one of the prime hunters was like uh, a special bounty or something like that you know what i don't know if it makes sense for him to be there but like even if it was just kind of like an easter egg final battle kind of a thing where like you can engage with this this other hunter or like something like that mm-hmm. right like I, th- I think that by having this as like a optional kind of a side deal you can really like a you can have some leeway with it to bring back someone like a Craid or something like that where mm-hmm. like maybe does it make absolute story sense for him to be there? No, but that's okay because it's not part of the story. It's optional. Um, And B really get some like really diverse boss type of characters in there. Like, you know, someone giant, like Kraid, someone, someone maybe even small that you need to fight in morph ball form. I, I think that it could really add like versatility to the game. And it would be like a really great way to, you know, to, to expand the game and, and just have you playing beyond, the main campaign mm-hmm. uh, because i f- i feel like they're you know I, i'm hoping that there's something that uh, that they add if they're if they're not going to add multiplayer and i and i don't think they will then i feel like there's got to be something either it's going to be a really long campaign right or maybe it'll be more of an emphasis on speed running or maybe it'll be this like some kind of side quest system but like i i feel like there's going to be something
1: right i i'm definitely with you there i really like the quest idea like that'd be so cool um You know what I would also like for the game to have is a day-night cycle, potentially, and, like, a weather system. I think that'd be really cool. I think one of the things that I've always thought from Metroid Prime is, like, how cool would it be to go through, like, the Chozo Ruins, like, or Skytown during the night, right? Or at Twilight or something like that. Um, And certain areas become, like, super dark, and you gotta use your x-ray visor or, you know, whatever it is. Like, maybe you don't even have access to that yet. And you got to go through areas you know in the dark, or it's raining really hard, or it's not raining at all, or it's snowing, or it's super windy, and all that. Like, it would be so cool to be able to traverse like, areas in a different way and be able to, you know, because of the changes that are being made in like a dynamic kind of system like that, but also fight against like the, you know, forces of nature and all that. And also, you know, some areas become a lot scarier or harsher because it's nighttime. Maybe different enemies will come out and harder, you know, uh, bosses and. And enemy types, you know, come out at nighttime and all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be really cool. And now I'm like, damn, they'd have to put so much in this game for this all to happen. But I, I think it would be really sick. It would make the game even, feel even more dynamic and, and less static. You go through the same areas. And if you're backtracking a lot, I think it would make the game feel a little more varied. Because as we know from Metroid games, like, you got to expect the backtracking. You got to expect going into different areas multiple times. And, you know, we're talking about... uh metroid fusion a few episodes ago and how you go through sector two and it's like it has different layers that are you know look really different but like as the time goes on like the area changes and all that over time i really would like for them to go further with that and uh have the areas change over time as you play the game but also be changing as real time passes and you know have like a day night have the weather change here and there, and give you something different to expect every time you go through an area. Like, oh, you go through Chozo ruins. It's not that scary. Going through daytime and then nighttime, it's really dark. There's shadows. You know, there's like it's it's super like pitch black out, and stuff comes out that can see you, and you might not necessarily be able to see it. And it's all of a sudden feels like it's a completely different place. I would love that. I've always wanted that from Metroid Prime.
0: Yeah, that, you nailed it. That's awesome. Like, and then that one seems like an obvious one actually. That like. I can't believe I didn't think of either, but, like, yeah, I, I just think that, like, the dynamic of, like, going from day to night, the, the different colors that you could get there, the different uses for your visor, I think that'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Now that you've said it, like, I feel like that's fairly probable as well that we'll have a day and night cycle, um, you know. in it, 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 Like, I mean, even in Breath of the Wild, we see day and night cycles, specific enemies come out only at night. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that that is... Impossible by any means. I I think that that one is actually maybe one of the more likely ones. Now that you've said it, assuming that we're on a planet and not in some kind of spaceship. Of course. I I
1: hope we're on a planet, man. (laughs) If we had another game where we're stuck on some bottle ship or gallon ship or a bowl ship, whatever, some other (laughs) appliance or something. Like I don't know. Like (laughs) I'm sick of that. Like give me give me a planet to explore.
0: I'm I'm with you on that one. I want a planet. Okay, I got one last one. Okay. Um. I would, I would love to see a remix of a classic Metroid theme in this game. So, in Prime mm. 1, we had the remix of Lower Norfair. In Prime 2, we had the remix of Red Brinstar. In Prime 3, we had the remix of Fendrana Drifts. Uh, I would love to see, like, I don't know, like, maybe Green Brinstar or the surface of SR388. Or maybe even, like, the Torian theme mm. remade in, like, that Prime-style Uh, Music, I I think that'd be very cool. I think that each Prime game has given us like one remix uh, so far. So, yeah, I I would love to see that tradition continue.
1: I'm with you there. Uh, It's actually surprised me that there aren't more remixes and like, or you know, references in the Prime tracks. There are some, but like, yeah, I I think it's pretty safe, like a pretty safe bet that we'll be getting at least one major remix from like a previous game. Yeah. Um I'm with you there. I think that's cool. But I also like how Prime has a lot of I mean, so many of you know the Prime trilogy's iconic tracks are original, you know. So Right,
0: I, yeah. So I, I that's why I only want one. Yeah, okay. Because I like I want that new original music. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like just kinda having that like one track that plays that it's like, Oh, this is a remix of, you know, this. Absolutely.
1: I I'm with you there. Um I and I and I really hope maybe we get like a medley too. That'd be cool. Um, but on the topic of music, because this is, I, I was thinking about this too, and, and I'm thinking this a little more broadly. So do you think that like the, the Prime games, like you think the style of music is going to stay pretty similar to the first three, or you think we're going to see maybe a, a bit of a change in terms of the, the sound and the style of the music in Metroid Prime 4?
0: Uh, you know what? Like, this goes back to what uh, we were talking about a few weeks ago. We're like, I think that they're calling this game Metroid Prime 4, not because it's, like, the fourth game chronologically, but just to, like, yeah. assure Metroid fans that, like, it's going to be the same style, like, first-person exploration gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to have... And I think that the music is going to fall into that, too. It's going to have that signature... I mean, I'm no music expert, but, like, you know that prime sound when you hear it, right? Like, yeah. kind of the the high-pitched whatever. Um, so I, I would be surprised if that didn't carry over into this game um I, I mean I obviously it will evolve it's been 13 years since the last Metroid Prime game right. came out so like I, I do anticipate some kind of evolution of music but I, I also think that like you can you can retain that style because that's really that's really what it is it's not like a type of music rather that it's a style of music that they have mm-hmm. so I yeah I think that they can retain that in this game and I, I think that they will, because, you know, like I said, the game that I'm picturing, at least in my head, kind of takes Metroid Prime back to the basics and, like, gets you, you know, re-situated, re-comfortable with Metroid Prime. Uh, hopefully this is going to be the first Metroid Prime for a lot of people mm-hmm. that have never played it yet. So, yeah, I, I think that they will uh, go to that familiar type of sound for this. I'd be surprised if they didn't.
1: yeah. I, you know i think I, I i figure a lot of people will be getting this as their first metroid prime game probably the first metroid game in a lot of ways like whatever it doesn't matter what kind of game this is if it's on switch it's going to be the best selling metroid game you know yeah. so which which is yeah. interesting because you brought up the the metroid sales earlier and saying well you know the original metroid prime sold better than than uh corruption and all of that which is true but there were like less games on the gamecube so like and Prime was earlier in its, like, lifespan. I think, like, if they did, like, a more of a Prime 3-style Prime, it would still, like, it, regardless what kind of Prime game you do, if it's on Switch, going to sell the best. So, um, yeah, maybe they do go back to that, like, kind of, Metro, like, the original Metroid Prime style, because at the end of the day, people are going to get it, like, kind of regardless. <laughs> um, I was yeah. also thinking, too, I just, since we're on the topic of music, as much as I do want it to stick to, like, the very synth-heavy... And electronic you know um and bass kind of heavy style that metroid prime has i guess you know, it's that's kind of like synthy and whatnot are you right. are you interested in some kind of orchestral stuff like live or like instruments and an orchestra potentially or whatever have you or, like live instruments being played by musicians not necessarily not saying that people who make electronic music aren't musicians but you know what i'm saying right like not that synthesizer right. like electronic music but um Maybe not entirely shifting the whole soundtrack in that direction, but would you be interested in like maybe a section of the game like has some more live orchestral kind of stuff, uh, or maybe the whole soundtrack overall? Like, would you be down for that kind of revamp, or maybe just part of the game, or like a track here or there? Like, what do you think?
0: Uh, like I really like the synthy style of Metroid Prime music. I'd be really interested to see that in like a Metroid Fusion remake or a Super Metroid remake mm-hmm. or like the next two D Metroid, where because there's actually. If you go and Google Super Metroid Symphony, there is a great YouTube playlist that runs through. I mean, is as the name implies, it's a symphony of all the music in Super Metroid, right. and it is fantastic. Um, so, like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. I'll just, I'll tell you a quick story. My only reservation about or like orchestrated music is, I went and bought Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch, and like, I was ready to love this game, and it has orchestrated music, which is great, but for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know if it was a money issue, but like they have so few tracks in that game that you literally hear the same orchestrated songs over mm. and over and over again. So maybe that's just like an outlier, but in my head, I'm just like, man, like it, maybe it costs more to do orchestrated music. I mean, I'm sure it does. So I wouldn't want, I would rather the synthy kind of music than in like a, a wide variety of music than I would having like, you know, three, four, five. Whatever ten tracks that are fully orchestrated. I'd rather the variety, but yeah, I mean to to answer your question, I I think that the I think that the two D Metroid is where that kind of music would really shine.
1: Hmm. I'm with you there. I I I wouldn't want to see a whole full shift, but I was thinking like, oh, maybe it'd be cool if they like they took a track like as like maybe something was ramping up or you got later into the game, and it was they it was still synthy and like electronic, but they added like an instrument here or there and kind of like... Yeah, re- mix, I, oh, yeah, I'm sure know. that could be awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. but I I, I I do think, yeah, it could maybe work better with 2D, but we see, again, it always comes down to that execution, uh, for sure. Um, Any any last ones? Any last ideas for Prime 4?
0: All right, one, one last one, and there's no real follow-up on it. I'll just say it. I think it'd be so awesome if Torizo came back. Okay. I love that guy. I would love to fight that guy in 3D. I think that'd be... I think that'd
1: be great. I'm gonna throw you one. I really hope that they get the the shine spark and like the screw attack working somehow. I yeah. I really want that. I think the shine spark would be really sick. You put me in 3D or like third person view and and fix it or something like that. I think you gotta have those eventually. Like that's part of the Metroid experience to me. You gotta have yeah. those. Um, and another one. I uh, give me my give me my Mountain Dew monster energy arm cannon skin okay i want my (laughs) my arm cannon buddies and i want my customizable gamestop brand arm cannon skin i I i think it would be cool if maybe we got a couple like special skins for the arm cannon or something to add on to it might be a little ridiculous and probably not good but i was just thinking like oh maybe an arm cannon skin a featured one or something like that or you scan an amiibo or, uh, Amiibo's still a thing? I don't know. But you scan an amiibo and, like, it'll give you, like, a certain character's, like, custom arm cannon skin or something. I don't know. I thought that would be cool.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I loved actually playing Death Stranding, where, like, by you drink monster energy to refill Sam Porter Bridge's energy. Yeah. It was like, it was so ridiculous that it, it was actually awesome. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't poo poo on that. Okay. One last thing. You just said it. Give me some Metroid Prime 4 amiibo.
1: Metro Prime Four I love, Amiibo. I love Amiibo, uh, Crade, yeah. get the big Crade Amiibo. It's like a, it's like a four times Amiibo. It takes up so much room. Um, oh, dude, that'd be so <laughs> I was sick so good. with that. Get, be. Like,
0: let's get Silex. let's get Silux. Samus, let's get gotta have another Ridley let's just get Amiibo, some Amiibo. Um,
1: yeah. because Ridley will be definitely great. have to be in the game. I feel like I, 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 wasn't gonna like get into this and be like, oh, this game needs to have all the weapons from Hunters It needs to have multiplayer and Ridley because I said that last time, but, um. Yeah, I do need a new Ridley Amiibo. That'd be cool. And I'm trying to think, yeah, what else What else would be cool? I think that's, like, that would be such a cool opportunity to have, like, going back to the, the different, like, enemy types and, like, these crazier bosses for, like, the quest system. You could have those as Amiibos, you know? And, like, maybe um, if you scan that Amiibo for that beast or monster or alien, whatever it is, and then you go and you hunt it down and, like, maybe you get additional like a bonus you know right for whatever your upgrade was going to be whatever your reward was for getting it if you scan the amiibo first or something like that um or yeah, or nice you could that. scan amiibo into the game like they add more monsters like after the game's released they patch in more and like you maybe have to scan your amiibo in to like unlock them so you can hunt down additional monsters or something like that i don't know, I think that'd be kind of cool yeah I, i'd be i'm trying to think of other ones maybe some new metroid amiibo maybe a gunship amiibo that'd be cool
0: that, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we probably have enough for what do we want for Metroid Prime 4 Part 3, which very well could happen after we maybe finally get a glimpse of what Metroid Prime 4 is going to be. Oh, they got to so, get something.
1: Um, I, I can't wait for the episode where they actually show us something. We could talk about it.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Um, okay, Dak, that's, uh, let, let's wrap this up. Do you have any kind of closing thoughts, what you want for Prime 4 or anything that you want to say before we get on out of here?
1: Um, I really want them to give us some new information soon uh please i feel like yeah we need another uh we need some more info before we do yet another Metroid Prime 4 speculation <laughs> episode but something give us a little tease give us some info i'll even i'll even take a tweet of hey we're still working on this game <laughs> and here's like a 30 second trailer like something please uh, aside from that um another thing for Prime 4 i really hope they add as many controller options as possible one of the things I like about yeah. Nintendo games historically is that, for, you know, even like from the Wii and onward, I think they've been really good for, you know, op- offering as many different ways to play the game as possible. You're playing with, you know, the Pro Controller, Joy-Cons, uh, GameCube Controller, whatever it is. Uh, if I In a dream world, in an absolute dream world, I could play, I could plug in a mouse and keyboard, but that probably won't happen. But the more controller options, the better. At least if I could play it on dual analog, that'd be great. And I think that's just better to bring in more players, right? You don't have to necessarily buy this peripheral or that peripheral to play, or maybe you want to, or, you know, you want to play it your own way. I think that's the best way to go about it. And I also hope that motion controls are not <laughs> at, at all a big deal in this game. I hate motion controls, and it also helps standardize like what kind of controls you can use, because obviously you can't like do all the same stuff with a Joy-Con as you can with like a Pro Controller i i didn't like motion controls in a lot of wii games corruption i i suffered through them because i really like prime 3 and i like metroid but in an ideal world i wouldn't have any motion controls in prime 4 and i hope that's uh the approach they take but as long as i can play it in dual analog it won't bother me
0: yeah amen to that um all right well that is uh that's it that's all that's gonna do it for us for this week uh thank you guys for listening and uh, we want to remind you that if you are on Google Podcasts or Alexa, Amazon, anything like that, you can check us out over on there. Omega Metroid is live and up and running over on those podcast platforms. And, of course, it's up on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. So wherever you get your podcast, go like and subscribe. And make sure to check us out over on Twitter, at Omega Metroid Pod. Uh, I am at 316 Dak is at Dak City. We are out of time, and we will see you next week.